This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. As we get used to saying 2022, it's a great time to take stock and think about the road ahead and make sure you're positioned properly financially to look after you, your retirement, and your family. I'm Martin Strong, and this is Vancouver Consumer. This afternoon, we'll get some answers on uh, just what I'm talking about from the folks at Macmillan Estate Planning. They've got lots of great ideas. That's coming up. But first, some of the consumer news from the past week. There's no business like snow business, and companies that specialize in snow removal have been very busy over the holidays in the Lower Mainland, and especially the past few days, as you can expect. For companies like Burnaby Blacktop, it has been all hands on deck for their snow-clearing crews. Burnaby Blacktop president, Adrian Alblas, says for just a few months every year, their road paving company switches gears and gets into the snow removal business. Some years are better than others, but this year has been great. He says the past few weeks have meant hard work and long days with 12-hour shifts, 24 hours a day for dozens of employees, and that means crews are getting tired. Alblas says everybody likes it in the beginning, but then it gets very cold and tiring very quickly. Though he says the best perk of the job is seeing how happy people are to see them. They're very grateful. Ongoing supply chain issues have been a bit of a problem for the snow removal companies, especially since there's a salt shortage for all of Western Canada at the moment, and they use a lot of salt. And all this snow has put a lot of people in the in the mood for camping, Yes, Manning Park has just opened its winter campground. You can reserve a spot at the Skyview Campground online at Manning, near Hope. They all have water, power, and sewer, and a lot of snow. This new campground also features a heated shower building, thank you, and easy access to 60 kilometers of cross-country trails, plus connections to the 36 ski and snowboard runs in the nearby Alpine area. And I'm sure it's beautiful camping if you've got the right gear and you're a hardy soul. Hong Kong authorities have announced a two-week ban on flights from Canada, the United States, and a handful of other countries starting tomorrow. Passenger flights from Australia, Great Britain, the Philippines, India, France, and Pakistan are also barred from entry until January 21st. The ban also impacts passengers who may have a stopover in any of those countries. Uh, It's also holding 2,500 passengers on a cruise ship for testing as the city attempts to stem an emerging Omicron outbreak, many linked to several Cathay Pacific crew members. It's believed many of the crew members broke isolation rules and ate at restaurants in Hong Kong before they were tested. And now here's some entrepreneurial spirit. A 31-year-old woman in Connecticut has been making a killing selling her farts on the internet, but sadly, medical issues have forced her to stop. Steph Matto, who's a YouTube personality, former reality TV star, was selling her flatulence for a thousand bucks a jar delivered to your home, though over Christmas, she was offering them for half price, 500 bucks a jar. She has made over $200,000, but has now had to retire that part of her business. Apparently, her diet 
put her in the hospital. She was living off beans and eggs, and apparently it caused so much intestinal gas, she thought she was having a heart attack, had to go to emergency. Doctors there told her she should definitely change her diet and take a gas suppressant medication, which pretty much puts the kibosh on the mail order business. So no more selling farts by the jar. My question is, what's the postage on a mail order jar of flatulence? And shouldn't it be labeled on the package? You know, something like hazardous materials, you know, at least silent but deadly. And coming up on Vancouver Consumer, it's a look at estate planning. And it's not just for people who are getting ready to die. It's for everybody and could save you and your family a lot of money. We'll talk to the folks at Macmillan Estate Planning when Vancouver Consumer continues on CKNW. I'm Martin Strong. This is Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Martin Strong, and here we are in 2022 after two pretty tough years, to be honest. But the good news is we are looking uh, at a new year which could have a lot of upsides and obviously a lot of pitfalls that you'll want to avoid. And joining us today are a couple of people who can help you with that. The professionals at Macmillan Estate Planning, Jack Lou and Paul Lindsay, to share some of the tried and tested estate planning strategies available to help us navigate this new year. And uh, and I just want to say uh, thanks for being here. Hi, Jack. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. Happy New Year, Martin. Oh, Happy New Year to you and the same to you, Paul. Everything good? Yeah, very well. Thank you, Martin. And right back at you. Happy New Year as well. Yeah, and I, I guess uh, now that the holidays are out of the way and we're into a brand new year, uh, it's a great time for people to s- take stock of their estate, their life, and uh, and where they're headed. So I guess uh, this is the time a lot of people call uh, uh, Macmillan Estate Planning. Hey, Paul? Yeah, I think that's that's a, a great point to make, Martin. I mean, I've, I've been involved in um, the estate planning industry for a number of years, and it, it's actually, at this time of year, uh, um, a, a really, I shouldn't say easy, but a really convenient way to say to people, hey, look, you know, when you are making that resolution to shift a few pounds or something like that, why not also give some thought to, to getting your estate in order, um, whether that is something that's going to be quite a complex procedure, or even if it's just making a start with a will or something like that, it's better than nothing. And what better time to do it than at the, uh, at the start of the year? Yeah, and people should go to uh, MacmillanEstate.com to get all the information they need. And uh, that's the Macmillan Estate Planning website. And people can sign up for the virtual seminars. There's one this Wednesday, January 12th, and then another one on Wednesday, January 26th. They are at 5.30 Pacific Time. Uh, so you should go to the website macmillanestate.com and register for those virtual seminars. And uh, Paul, I guess a, a huge part of estate planning is making sure you don't get stuck paying too much tax. And there's a lot of talk about Canada Revenue uh, pondering changes to tax laws. Uh, there's a lot of talk about uh, people wondering how they're going to pay for all the COVID spending. So how does Macmillan Estate Planning help people with that? Yeah, I, precisely as you say, Martin, I, it, it's, it's perfectly correct to say that there remains this fear, primarily as a means of balancing the books for, well, 
significant spending associated with the pandemic that, of course, the federal government is going to look to, um, you know, in some detail at this time of year. There's been talk of things like a, a wealth tax, which I appreciate that that would primarily have an impact upon wealthy families. But I suppose, as you, you mentioned there, opportunities remain. It's just a case of how long they will remain available to us. Right. Uh, you know, I mean, maybe one of the, the most obvious opportunities from our perspective would involve the use of, of what is called the maximum tax range. And that is something that allows an investor to designate up to a quarter of their net worth so that it can grow tax-free during their lifetime whilst remaining accessible to them through retirement and so on via the use of insurance planning. Right. Interesting. So, go ahead. No, I mean, what I was going to say there, Martin, is that this can obviously enable a family to pass significant wealth to the next generation on a tax-free basis. And if the the investor or the client has maybe a, you know, a, a private company or something like that, the amount is actually enhanced significantly because it allows trapped value in that company to be drawn out in such a way that it, it sort of bypasses the tax that would ordinarily be paid when it's taken out as like a dividend, for example. Yeah, so this is an example of how estate planning is not just for uh, planning for when you pass. This is, this is planning when you're you know, still alive and well. And uh, so, so it's good to get into this early, this estate planning business. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's a huge misconception that estate planning is all about having everything with this beautiful red ribbon around it for your children or other beneficiaries when you pass away. It's not. It's about giving uh, you know, recognition to the estate that, that you have built in your lifetime and making sure that it's there for you to, to use and access and enjoy in, in lifetime as well. I mean, really, that's, you know, one might say more of the focus than, than looking at how it's, how it's dealt with after you pass away. Right. We're talking to Paul Lindsay and Jack Lou from Macmillan Estate Planning. You can find them on the web, macmillanestate.com. You can also give them a call, one 266-6464. And they've got a couple of virtual seminars uh, that I want to remind you about. Uh, this Wednesday at 5.30 Pacific time, you can go online. You don't have to leave your home. And uh, you can find out how you can sort of get ahead of the game when it comes to estate planning. There's also another one on Wednesday, January 26th. That one is also at 5.30 Pacific time. And Jack Lou, um, what other tax planning strategies uh, do you have for for wealthy families? And, and when I say wealthy families, uh, you might be surprised to find out you are a wealthy family uh, listening. Uh, so talk about some other strategies for, for those people uh, to take advantage of early this year. Right. Right. Uh, thank you, Martin. So um, if you are a small business owner, then uh, we should really uh, consider estate freeze for you. Uh, estate freeze uh, or, you know, the freezes as, as a form of transaction are actually fantastic opportunities for uh, those business owners or, you know, a family who uh, has a a corporation that owns uh, investment portfolio, let's say stock portfolio or, or uh, you know, a real estate portfolio, to save on tax. Okay, um, wh- how it works is that uh, 
you know, it uh, uh, actually freezes the current value of your estate. And then from a tax perspective, of course, and then uh, we allow the family members or successor owner of your, um, you know, of, of your company to share uh, the future uh, growth of the company or uh, of the assets inside, that gives you a chance to, uh, you know, pass on the company ownership to your next, uh, <clears throat> you know, generation or your successor owner without tax implication in your generation at the current moment. And also that gives you an opportunity to plan for your retirement. And, and of course, Martin, you know, uh, people work hard. Uh, for reward, right? So when they spend their lifetime building up a business, of course they deserve uh, a wonderful, a sustainable and comfortable lifestyle in their retirement. So by using the estate freeze, they are able to do that for as long as they live without, um, or I, I should say with reduced uh, tax payable, e- e- either when they're alive and or you know when they pass on. Uh, you know, uh, when when they pass away. So right, yeah. So just another example of why estate planning is not just for people who are you know getting ready to pass away. It's it's something that you should get on early, and uh, that's why you should go to MacmillanEstate.com. And given the uh, current economic climate, which has a lot of question marks. Um, is it a good time uh, to, to start thinking about the changes that might be coming to the economy? I mean, we've seen a lot of growth. Um, I guess you always have to pre- be prepared for, for changes in the economy. Jack, do you want me to, to take that one? Yes, please, Paul. Yeah, Martin, I mean, I think we, we you know, as investors, we've got to sort of play the field that, that is in front of us. Um, <clears throat> There is a chance that that changes will be a foot further down the road, but as things stand, there are still you know plenty of, of means out there available for people to to plan their estates and indeed you know make sure that they will have the most comfortable retirement that they possibly can um, from you know from our perspective and certainly from an investment perspective, we find that a lot of the families we work with, they, they, take, they take a bit of a long-term view about all of this. You know, they're not overly concerned, perhaps, about, you know, changes that may come because they appreciate that changes come and go. And they are, when they're planning for retirement, looking at things from that, as I say, long-term view. So with that in mind, it's actually more about maintaining a set of, of calm and making sure that, you know, when investment decisions are made, they're not done so in a, a rash or an impulsive manner. Right. Um, a lot of the families we actually work with, Martin, sometimes aren't aware of all of the strategies that are actually available to them that will let them benefit from market growth to, to fund their retirement, albeit without needing to take, you know, huge investment risks. I mean, our view at Macmillan is that we propose that our clients use investment trusts as a means of protecting some or all of their nest eggs against market fluctuation, for example. Right. Let's talk a little bit about trusts and, and how they work. What are some common trusts that, uh, that you are involved with at Macmillan Estate Planning? Well, there's a, there's a, there's a huge gambit when it comes to, to trusts. I mean, of course, they can be created in your, your lifetime. 
as a means of, of holding assets distinct from your, your, your personal wealth um, for, for a multitude of reasons. Often it could be to put them beyond the reach of, say, third-party claims. Uh, it could be simply to structure the ongoing ownership and use of that asset for future generations. Um, trusts are used within wills to, to, to sort of you know, provide, again, that structure as to how beneficiaries might inherit from an estate. Um, and, you know, again, usually that is so that we get to keep that family wealth inside the family through successive generations using that trust as a process by which we almost put a, uh, a, a fence around the assets that we're trying to protect, perhaps the more traditional uses of, of trusts. But you are actually able to use them in an investment context as well, because by using a trust as part of your investment strategy, again, it allows you to grow your wealth, your wealth albeit with less risk than some of the alternatives that are out there. And that's because a, a, a bespoke investment trust holds investments, and as a result, that means that the investor has this peace of mind, that the value is protected from third-party claims, and indeed, upon their passing, the value won't need to be probated. And that's really important, because an asset that isn't probated isn't then subject to, to probate fees. Okay. Right. Um, and we also have, with these investment trusts, a, a principal guarantee that takes effect upon death, as well as the ability to, you know, sort of take advantage of, of market growth by uh, activating what is called a, a reset of that guarantee. So if the value of the fund goes up, you can then reset the value of your guarantee to that higher number. And there is, there's no sort of, you know, cap on how high the fund can grow. Which, which, is, which is a great thing. Right. Oh, that's why you need the professionals at Macmillan Estate Planning. We're talking to Paul Lindsay and Jack Liu. Go to uh, www.macmillanestate.com. You can sign up for the virtual seminars. There's one this Wednesday at 5.30 Pacific time. And then uh, Wednesday, January 26th, also 5.30 Pacific time. And you can also give them a call at 1-833-266-6464. And when we come back, how Macmillan can help you with your estate planning and how you can protect yourself uh, from any market conditions, uh, as well as some other wealth protection strategies. That's when Vancouver Consumer continues uh, right after this. I'm Martin Strong. Welcome back to Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Martin Strong, and we are talking about your future and the future of your family with the folks at Macmillan Estate Planning, Jack Lou and Paul Lindsay. You can find them at macmillanestate.com. Uh, you can also give them a call, 1-833-266-6464. And if you are uh, curious about your estate and how Macmillan Estate Planning can help you, you should check out their virtual seminars. You don't even have to leave your home. Uh, they have one coming up on Wednesday, uh, January 12th at 5.30 Pacific time. There's also one Wednesday, January 26th at 5.30 Pacific time. Also February 9th. Um, 
at uh, 5.30 p.m. And you can just go to the website, macmillanestate.com, and register. And uh, Paul, what kind of things can people learn at uh, a, a Macmillan Estate planning webinar? Well, as you say, Martin, it, it, it involves Jack and I coming into your living room for a wonderful evening. I mean, obviously, it's <laughs> virtually, it's not in real life. But um, yeah, the, the idea is, is that the, the, the virtual format is something that we've been using since the, the onset of the pandemic, and it works really well. The, the way that we, we approach it is we talk to you about the idea of an estate plan generally. We talk particularly about our business, just so that, of course, you know who you're, you, know, you would be dealing with. And beyond that, we give you an idea of the, the different topics that we cover off within a traditional estate plan. There will be things like tax planning. Everyone loves to talk about tax planning. Um, right. You know, legal and trust planning, making sure all of your documentation is in order and we're, 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 we're protecting the, the estate. We talk about things concerning um, you know, business planning, planning for, for families who have assets in the U.S., even you know, in other countries in the world. Uh, we'll look at some asset and investment protection strategies, some generational planning, and, and finally as well, some, some legacy planning, which will include things like charitable giving. It's, as I say, it's designed to give an overview of the, the spectrum of, of services and specialisms that, that we can offer. Um, and, you know, as I say, it can be, can be accessed pretty easily just, uh, just via, via our website, of course. Yeah, MacmillanEstate.com. And, uh, and it, this is for everybody. This is not just for really high net worth people with lots of businesses. This, this can help out a lot of different people, right? Yeah, that, that, that's fair to say. I mean, I, I, we're often asked to, 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 to put a number on it. I mean, the, the, the true value of what we do tends to be um, found most for, for clients with these different types of assets, you know, corporate assets, investments, real estate, you know, all of these things. But the, the view that we take is once your estate gets to that, say, $2 million net worth and above, that's really when looking at some, some detailed bespoke estate planning really comes into its own, you know, because the, not only because of the value, but usually because of the types of assets that are there, that's really when, you know, our service comes into its own. Right. So it's, it's for everybody. So go to MacmillanEstate.com and sign up. The next one is this Wednesday at 5.30 p.m., a virtual seminar, and you get to hang out with Jack and Paul and, uh, you know, maybe have a glass of wine, some cheese, and, um, you know, it, it's always a, it's a night out, basically, even though you don't have to leave your I home. Did. <laughs> it's, a night, it's a night in. Uh, so, so, Jack, let's talk about uh, about investing money. Now we've talked a lot about protecting your wealth, but in this sort of low interest environment, uh, it's important that people grow their wealth, uh, over the course of their retirement years, especially. Um, and is that even possible without taking a whole bunch of risk? Uh, it is, Martin, in short. Um, I, I want to say that, of course, philosophically, you couldn't really do anything without, uh, you know, some form of risk, right? It's it's kind of a given. <coughs> but then, 
some financial advisors would always lead uh, people to believing that, uh, you know, we need to take on more risk to reap the bigger rewards. Uh, but, you know, that's not necessarily the case. Um, let, me, let me go back to uh, what you and Paul uh, talked about uh, just a while ago. Um, you mentioned the uncertain times that we're in. Uh, you're, you guys are absolutely right. But, you know, I, I want to say that one thing that is certain is following, um, you know, a, a strong market growth, there will be a downturn. That is certain. So instead of, you know, guessing, speculating, we should be ready for that downturn. There is a state, um, uh, a particular state planning strategy that we often utilize for our clients that actually would allow our clients to recover from market loss twice as fast without having to take big chances or take big risk uh, with your financial assets or financial future in an un- unpredictable uh, market. And, you know, that uh, goes without saying that um, we're the professional uh, who who, you know, professionals who have been doing this for our clients for many market cycles. And, you know, we, we have a, uh, you know, a very successful track record. So, Right. So I, I love that, the, the whole low risk, high return. So, so let's talk about some strategies that Macmillan Estate Planning uses uh, to, to take advantage of that sort of low risk, high return, uh, especially for people who are retired, trying to just keep up, maintain and grow their retirement income. Mm-hmm. So um, one of the, the core strategies, of course, is what Paul already mentioned uh, is, is to use the investment trust to host your investments. That gives you the 100%, you know, principal guarantee as well as the profit reset, uh, you know, along the way uh, while you uh, make money, right? So naturally, when you do that over and over, over course of, of, of a long term, um, your portfolio will be uh, guaranteed at a at ever higher uh, amount. And another strategy is what we call borrow to invest using principal guaranteed investments, of course, you know, inside that investment trust that we, we, we mentioned. Um, that would, uh, for, let me just compare it with the traditional investing. Right. With traditional investing, you invest your own money and then you kind of uh, make a, a little bit of, you know, growth uh, percentages, you know, every, every year. But with this borrow to invest strategy, you invest other people's money, giving you the ability to buy more high-quality blue-chip, uh, you know, dividend-paying stocks at a cheaper price uh, with a principal guarantee. If we do this correctly, the borrow-to-invest strategy can help you to recover from the market down to twice as fast. When the market is growing uh, just as normal, then you're going to make money twice as fast as other people who use just their own money to invest. Right. So, so this is a borrow to invest strategy and there are probably some tax implications there too. There, there are some write-offs when you borrow to invest. Uh, You know, great question, Martin. That's, that's uh, what exactly what I want to talk about. The tax implication will be the same as the tax implication you, you have when you invest with your own money. 
But when you borrow the money to invest, the borrowing does not trigger any tax, right? Right away, you can uh, use other people's money to to make your own money. Um, And then you kind of pay a little bit of a, a, you know, cost of borrowing, of course. Uh, Now we're looking at about a mid-market range of um, anywhere between, you know, 2.8% or 3.5%, which is... uh, which, which is ideal, which is, you know, um, uh, reasonable, right? Uh, when we look at, you know, blue chip dividend uh, investing, um, you know, market, uh, the, the long-term rate of return is often, uh, you know, 6 to 7%. Um, so I, I would say net return that our clients w- uh, are able to enjoy will be, you know, somewhere around like 4 to 5%, which is, which is reasonable, which is awesome. Yeah, especially when the risk is uh, somewhat low. I guess that's important if you're retired. That, that's right, Martin. Although, you know, on, on the program, I want to throw this out. Um, you know, the risk is low, um, but there is still risk, right? So we need to manage it. Uh, we, we need to do it correctly so that the risk is well managed and mitigated. Um, and another uh, advice that I will often uh, give to our clients or prospective clients is do not try this at home. You know, when you borrow to invest, your, your rate of return is, is magnified, but the risk is often also magnified. However, like I said, by the use of investment trust and, you know, when Paul and I do it correctly for you uh, as professionals, then we would want to make sure that the, the strategy works for you. So do not do it yourself. Leave it with yeah. us. Don't try this at home. Some <laughs> some some good advice. Uh, we're talking to the folks at McMillan Estate Planning. That was Jack Liu along with Paul Lindsay. McMillanEstate.com is the website. If you want to give them a call, 1-833-266-6464. And uh, they've got uh, some seminars coming up. The next one is Wednesday, January 12th at uh, 5.30 p.m. Pacific time. Go to the website, McMillanEstate.com. And Paul... Um, in the time we have left, um, I, I guess the thing we, we've learned is that estate planning, A, does not mean just something you do just before you, you know, plan to kick the bucket. It's something you should think about relatively soon. And also, uh, there are a lot of people who could um, benefit from from estate planning. So I, I guess my final question to you is, is, is what's the biggest misconception about estate planning and uh, what's your advice for people listening who who may not be uh, who are are kind of thinking maybe it's time to talk to somebody about this what's your advice yeah martin i I think we've we've you know we've talked about a a few of those to a point um today but I, i when it comes to that misconception to reinforce what you said it isn't just about looking to do some estate planning as you are within reason, of course, at death's door. It's about doing it in your lifetime. Because, and I, I, people think I'm a little bit crazy to say this, but it's actually a really enjoyable exercise. The reality is, is that as well as getting the value from some peace of mind of knowing that you've structured your estate in the right way, yes, of course, for those that you leave behind when you're no longer here, um, I would struggle to find somebody who wasn't interested in looking at ways to enhance the value of their wealth whilst they're still alive and able to enjoy their estate and all that they've worked for. Likewise, you know, potentially save a little bit of tax um, in addition. So, so, yeah, it really is just this idea that, one, it is 
certainly not something that should be only undertaken towards the end of life. And two, it isn't a bleak, depressing exercise. Yeah, I think that's I think that's a good way to leave people uh, with the, the the impression uh, from Macmillan Estate Planning. If they if they want to go to this virtual seminar, it's not bleak. It's actually kind of a a nice way to start the year in a lot of ways. A nice way to start. 2022. Uh, you can sign up for the next seminar, which is January 12th. That's this Wednesday at 5.30 Pacific time. And there's also one January 26th at 5.30. And then there's one in February, uh, February 2022, which feels a long way away, also <laughs> at 5.30. But the, the next one, the immediate one, is uh, this Wednesday at 5.30 p.m. Uh, www.mcmillanestate.com. The number is one 266 6464 Well, Jack and Paul, uh, I want to thank you for your time today and uh, just wish you all the best for the new year. Thanks, guys. You too. Thank you, Martin. We'll, uh, we'll speak again, I'm sure. Yes, thank you, Martin. You're very welcome. We will speak again. Macmillan Estate Planning, macmillanestate.com. I'm Martin Strong, and this is Vancouver Consumer, and we'll have more right after this. Welcome back. It's Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. And do you eat at McDonald's or basically any fast food restaurant? It's going to be slightly more expensive now. Some new rules have gone into effect as of January 1st, and they're all surrounding paper bags, disposable cups, and straws. Restaurants will now charge you 15% or 15 cents for the paper bag if you don't bring your own, and single-use cups will cost 25 cents. Some critics say it unfairly affects those most unable to afford it, especially the homeless. For example, the aid group Vancouver Odd Fellows recently handed out free meal vouchers last weekend to people who were using a warming center when it was so cold. Walter Wells, with the organization, was surprised to find out that the meal ticket didn't actually end up being free as people were charged a quarter plus tax for the cup after redeeming the coupon. Wells says a lot of these people simply don't have any cash on them the city is now taking a look at the issue and promising a response. Monica Kosmak is the project manager for the city of Vancouver's single-use item reduction strategy and says that the current uh, bylaw does exempt charitable food services that use single-use cups to provide free or low-cost beverages from charging that minimum 25 cent fee. But this fast food situation is a bit unique and they're taking a look at it and they're hoping to have some kind of solution soon. And by the way, where do you think the 25 cents for the cup and the 15 cents for the bag go? That money, where does that money go? You might think it goes to some kind of fund to help make our city greener. Nope, it goes directly to the restaurant. The new fees are simply meant to discourage people from using the disposable stuff. So that means once they pay for the cups and bags, McDonald's will make a profit on these new rules because a disposable cup does not cost 25 cents. Neither does a paper bag cost 15 cents. So there is a profit to be made for these restaurants. And when you go to the drive-thru, instead of the bag fries, you know, the, the extra French fries, the little bonuses you find at the bottom of the bag, they'll now be floor mat fries because that's where they'll fall in your car 
if you're too cheap to buy a bag. Uh, and coming up, it's uh, Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong. Uh, first of all, I want to thank uh, Jack Liu and Paul Lindsay, our guests from Macmillan Estate Planning, and remind you, their virtual seminars uh, they have one coming up this Wednesday at 5.30 Pacific time, January 12th, and then another one Wednesday, January 26th. And you can register for those estate planning uh, virtual seminars by going to macmillanestate.com. And coming up, when will we be able to just go into a drugstore and buy a take-home COVID test kit. It may be soon, according to at least one Lower Mainland drugstore chain. That's coming up when Vancouver Consumer continues right after this. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.